near the scene just south of the famous Las Vegas Strip. John, good morning. Good morning. Well, police say they found in the Mandalay Bay Hotel back here, that room was filled with weapons, as, as many as 10 weapons in the room that uh, this gunman was using to shoot down into the crowd that was gathered for this concert on the other side of the Las Vegas Strip. Now, cell phone video is helping investigators put together exactly what happened. Uh, many of the people gathered there say it was the scariest time of their life. Initially, many thought the pops they heard uh, were fireworks associated with the show, but soon it became obvious that this was an attack. Hundreds of our fellow citizens are now mourning the sudden loss of a loved one, a parent, a child, a brother or sister. We cannot fathom their pain. We cannot imagine their loss. To the families of the victims, we are praying for you, and we are here for you. According to the official narrative, on the evening of October 1st, 2017, Stephen Paddock, a 64-year-old man from Mesquite, Nevada, opened fire upon the crowd attending the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival on the Las Vegas Strip in Nevada. According to Wikipedia, between 10.05 and 10.15 p.m., he fired more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition from his 32nd floor of suites in the Mandalay Bay Hotel, killing 60 people and wounding 411. With the ensuing panic bringing the injury total to 867. About an hour later, Haddock was found dead in his hotel room from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. His motive remains officially undetermined. Was that really all that happened that day? So we're going to start by examining the tweets of Patrick Hallett, independent journalist and senior reporter at the National File. In a long series of tweets that we'll go through, starting March 13, 2021, Patrick Halley not only identifies what happened in Las Vegas on that fateful day, but also the threats that he received and the reasoning he actually held for not reporting on the truth of what happened that day. Starting here with this first tweet, Patrick says, I know what happened in Vegas, but it's the only thing I can't say out loud because it would have caused a war. The feds made it clear they would kill me. It's the only story I ever had to punt. He then goes on and says, My natural instinct is always to reveal the truth. Vegas is the one time I held back. A, because they would have killed me. And B, because Trump brilliantly handled it behind the scenes to avert war. It is what it is. That's the only one I can't do. So then, someone replies to Patrick Halley saying, Will we ever know? To which he replies, not, but all kinds of arms deals go down. They wanted to hit the Saudi crown prince, it went bad, and a bunch of blunders led to ISIS guys firing on the crowd and feds framing Paddock. Mohammed bin Salman, otherwise known as the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, took over his position in 2017. He was crowned the Prince of Saudi Arabia and took over all of its affairs on a global stage. Now, you got to understand something about Prince Bin Salman. He was part of a long line of royalty, going all the way back to the original heads of the Saudi royal kingdom. 
Now, Mohammed bin Salman took power in June of 2017. This was only four months before the tragic events in October that would take place in Las Vegas. Now, according to the tweets from Patrick Halley, there's a very good reason why this had nothing to do with Stephen Paddock and everything to do with the Crown Prince. No. And I don't, I don't want to talk much more. This is all, once again, I'm t what I'm telling you is all part of the record. There's no, there's, he has no police record. He has, he doesn't even have parking tickets probably. There's, this is. How did you hear? We got phone calls. The Las Vegas PD were cooperating with the cops. We have talked to the PD. We, <laughs> this is like you called me up and said, your next door neighbor did this. And I go, I've ever seen him do is mow his yard. I'm, the fact that my brother did this is, there's no... Patrick tweets out here on March 13, 2021, the same day, I already told you, it was a Fed ISIS hit on the Saudi Crown Prince. They effed it all up, then they pretended it was a crazy shooter while the principals escaped. Again, he to his own tweet saying, Trump found out about all this later, then declared war on the deep state cell that did this nonsense. Going on, meanwhile, there was a firefight at the airport as the crown prince tried to escape with the feds against the prince's guards, but he got away. Goes on to say, the crown prince likes to slip into civilian disguise and go undercover in American life. He did that right before the fed ISIS hit on him, and it saved his life throwing their hit job in the chaos. So according to Patrick Halley, elements inside of our own government were working with terrorists to stage an assassination of a foreign leader on U.S. soil on October 1st, 2017 in Las Vegas, Nevada. The real question we have to ask now is why? In order to understand the events of October 1st, 2017, we have to fast forward from that point to November 5th, 2017. An anonymous source claiming to have Q-level clearance began posting to an internet board called 8chan, leaving information that was meant for anons to receive and decode to understand current events as they unfolded. Later, this phenomenon became known as QAnon, where you have thousands and thousands of posts being put online and shared with the world at large. Now, allegedly, this source was close to the president and was sharing information necessary to bring to light the awful misdeeds of the deep state that President Trump was going up against behind the scenes. Now, you look at November 5th, a post coming from that source called Q says this, Seth Rich, only mentioned because it directly relates to Saudi Arabia. Las Vegas, what hotel did the reported gunfire occur from? Who, what floor specifically? Who owns the top floors? Top floors only? Why is that relevant? Well, it's relevant because just three floors above James Paddock's 32nd floor suite in the Mandalay Bay, the Four Seasons Hotel occupies the 35th through 39th floors. Now, what's interesting about the Four Seasons Hotel is that it's actually owned by Prince Awalid bin Talal, 
along with Bill Gates, according to this Wall Street Journal article, a decade ago, two of the world's wealthiest men came together to buy the Four Seasons Holdings, Inc., home to some of the most expensive lodging around the world. Now, why is it important to understand that Prince Ali bin Talal owns a partial stake, almost a majority stake, in the Four Seasons Hotels? Because it would stand to reason that if Prince Al-Walid had found out that the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman was ready to make a deal with the U.S. President Donald Trump, and he knew that he had to stop it in order to consolidate power within his faction of the Saudi royal family, he could have given information and access to any number of bad actors seeking to orchestrate this possible assassination attempt on the crown prince. Now this gets even more interesting as we go further into the Q post. What was the shooter's name? What was his net worth? How do you identify a spook? What can historical data collection reveal? Was there any eyewitnesses? Who? Was he registered as a security guard? Why is MS-13 important? Why, what doesn't add up? Was there only one shooter? Why was JFK released? What do the JFK files infer? Was there only one shooter? Who was in Las Vegas during this time? What was the real mission? Speculate. Why are survivors dying randomly? What do each of these survivors have in common? Did they talk on social media? What did they say? Were they going to form a group? Why is this relevant? How did they die? What CIA report was released by WikiLeaks? What can control a car? How did the two of the survivors die? Car crash? How does this connect to Saudi Arabia? What just happened in Saudi Arabia? Who owns the top floors of the hotel? What happened today in Saudi Arabia? To who specifically? Was POTUS in Las Vegas last night? Yes, no. Why was he there? Who did he have a classified meeting with? Did Air Force One land at McCarran? What unmarked tail numbers flew into McCarran that night? Trace Air Force One that entire day. What do you notice? Classified Q. So the question now becomes, was there a secret meeting planned for the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman to meet with President Donald Trump in the Mandalay Bay in the top floors at the Four Seasons Hotel? And if so, did the deep state use terrorists to try to assassinate Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman in order to keep that meeting from happening. According to Patrick Halley, that's exactly what happened. In a tweet from March 13, 2021, he goes on and says, So here's the deal. Were Saudi elements involved in getting ISIS and the feds to try to neutralize bin Salman? Yes. Were other governments involved too? Yes. Going on, he says, So there you go. I told you everything and held nothing back, even though the FBI made it clear off the record, I will be dead. There you go. I am a real journalist. He goes on and says, So I'm faced with a real question of my integrity. Reveal what I know and risk wars starting over this low-level intel BS, or let Trump handle it. I give my info away as a soldier and move on. And he finally goes on and replies to somebody who comments, You're letting the cat out of the bag. I thank you, even though I have no idea what you were talking about. Whatever happened in Vegas needs to be known. I don't want it to be like the JFK assassination 40 years from now. He answers that by saying, ISIS, CIA, Mossad hit 
on the Saudi crown prince gets all messed up, and in the confusion, they pretend it's all a mass shooter event while the principals escape. There, told you everything, despite death threats against me. So now the question becomes, how did they escape? And how many shooters were there? And what was happening on the ground after the failed attempt to assassinate Prince Mohammed bin Salman? So Patrick Halley tries to answer some of those questions, as you can see here, where he starts saying, The guys who fired the shots into the crowd were ISIS guys. There wasn't much of a clear strategy at that point. The things had just been blundered, and they were panicking and knew Paddock would be the fall guy no matter what. Now, just listening to that video, I, I've spent you know, the better part of a decade in the Middle East, uh, and I've, been, I've embedded a lot. Um, I've also met with, with a lot of, of terrorists, and anybody who's received any significant amount of training never puts their gun or their automatic weapon on full auto. It is a sound that you rarely hear in combat, unless you're talking about extraordinarily close quarters in which, forgive me for the phrase, but it's shooting fish in a barrel, or that this person is untrained or sowing mass terror. Um, but if the purpose, in, and I'm talking just clinically here, but if the purpose is to kill, you choose your shots, you put it on semi-auto, you point, you aim, you shoot. Um, that is what people all around the world, from the military to the terrorists, are trained to do. The ISIS guys had already killed Paddock by the time the, they fired shots out the window. Meanwhile, the whole Vegas PD and FBI is searching for Prince Salman, was gambling down low as a regular guy. They shut down almost every casino while they tried to find him. By the time they get the prince to the airport, different factions of the deep state are firing at each other. I'm still unclear on the airport bit. Meanwhile, the ISIS guys escape back to Australia, where they came from. Continuing on, a Twitter follower says, Makes sense, so why did the FBI pretend it was Paddock? Just to dodge the backlash of an ISIS terrorist attack? Paddock was an obvious patsy. I always knew it was BS. I just don't like that Trump banned bump stocks over this. Patrick replies, Why do you think they had Paddock making money at games and casinos for years? They don't let you do that in Vegas. He was low-level intel. They used him. Another Twitter follower replies, I pray for your safety, to which he says, Patrick says, So what does Trump do? Behind the scenes goes ballistic on all these hostile foreign actors and gets them to submit to his will. So I never said a word. Trump was in control. So here are some conclusions. First of all, I want to let you guys know, I know that there was a lot of information that was left out of this video. A lot of the video evidence of multiple shooters, a lot of the testimony from eyewitnesses about there being multiple shooters, a lot, about, a lot of the videos that do different forensic analysis of the audio that say there had to have been gunshots coming from multiple different areas of that city in that area. That aside, I wanted to take this video and make it a broader context of what happened that night and what is the possible truth behind why they would cover up everything that happened and try to blame it on a single lone gunman. The sad truth is that our government has always been involved in major conspiracies that never see the light of day. This is just a reality of the existence in which we live. But what happened on October 1st, 2017 was a tragedy 
on the scale of which our nation has never seen as far as mass shootings go. And to make it even worse, they want the public to believe that it was a single individual who was able to pull off this attack. Since we really don't have access to the evidence that exists and the facts that were collected there on that night, besides speculation and eyewitness testimony, we can only make different guesses as to what actually happened that night. But if you ask me, everything that happened that night was related to a broader conspiracy that was put in motion, according to Patrick Howley, by government officials, maybe sanctioned or unsanctioned, working on a clandestine operation using foreign fighters on U.S. territory in order to effectively assassinate a foreign leader to prevent him from being able to contact our leader and make a deal for peace in the Middle East. If that's what you believe, then leave a comment below. If not, leave a comment below telling me why you don't think that's what happened. Either way, I want to say thank you for watching this production of Just Informed Talk. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots.